Peace, brothers and sisters. Today we'll be concluding the book of Daniel. Today I will discuss three chapters with you. From chapters 10 to 12. Our title for today is The Spiritual Lessons from the Book of Daniel. I will simply explain what these three chapters are about. And let's look and recap the entire book of Daniel. What lessons can we learn from the book? From chapters 10 to 12, it talks about the fourth vision in Daniel. We can consider this as a vision of the end times. Because God allowed Daniel to see the vision of the end times. First, let me explain to you what these three chapters are talking about. From chapters 10 to chapters 11, this talks about the introduction of the fourth vision. Daniel saw this vision in the third year reign of King Cyrus of Persia. At this time, the Israels under Zerubbabel's leadership were already returning to Jerusalem. This was the first time they returned to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. So because of the future of Jerusalem, Daniel fasted and prayed. He prayed for 21 days. But he had no answer. After 21 days, an angel came. The angel said, On the very first day of your prayer, the Lord has already listened. And the Lord sent me to explain and answer. But there's an but the angel was blocked by a Persian prince for 21 days. But the angel Michael was there to help him. So now here I am to explain. Now this is the introduction of the fourth vision. But it talks about the prince of Persia and the prince of Greece. And some people would say that this is spiritual warfare. That each nation has its own demonic prince. There's an American demonic prince. There's a Chinese demonic prince. And there's also a Philippine demonic prince. Is this explanation correct? You must know We must not use a singular two verses to explain a theory This is too superficial The second, I do concur that there is spiritual warfare in the world but if you remember that the evil one has already been defeated that has been defeated by the Lord because Ephesians 6 lets us know that we are at war with the world and 1 John tells us the whole world is in the hands of the evil one 
因为所说的两种人在亚南的属灵的见证的中间。因为所说的两种人在亚南的属灵的见证的中间。因为所说的两种人在亚南的属灵的见证的中间。因为所说的两种人在亚南的属灵的见证的中间。因为所说的两种人
And there was a conflict between the king of the south and the north. From verses 21 to 35, it talks about the story of King Antiochus IV. He is a premonition of the Antichrist. He went into the temple to sacrifice a pig. And he forced the priest to eat. And in the temple worshipped idols. Uh, secular historians do not accept this passage in the Bible. Because when Daniel wrote it, there was no Greek empire. This was something that happened a hundred years after. But it followed accordingly to the scripture. So to understand this, Scripture is very simple. On one hand, hold the Bible, on the other hand, the history book. Because it will be parallel. So I will not explain anymore. From 11:36 to 12, 1. This is a story that has not happened. The story of the Antichrist in the last day. And this is something that is in for the Christians. This is a special Antichrist. And this will happen in a seven-year tribulation. And this Antichrist will receive his power from Satan himself. The third part is a conclusion of the fourth vision. Verses 2 to 13. This, will be, this talks about where the righteous and the evil ones will be resurrected. Some will be resurrected to receive judgment and some to receive rewards. Let's look at verse 13. As for you, go your way till the end. You will rest, and then at the end of the days, you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. This was specifically told to Daniel. Daniel, you shall rise and receive a reward. This passage tells us in the future generations we will increase in knowledge, understand many spiritual things. But there are some things that are still hidden, which will only be revealed in the last days. God said to Daniel, Go on. Do what you have to do. But what you don't know, you will still not know. Just know what has been revealed to you. Now, this is the content and the introduction of chapter 10 to 12. Let's go back to a very important lesson. 
from the entire book of Daniel, what lessons can be gleaned from it? I will tell you four things today. Hope we can grasp these four things together. That God is Lord who is sovereign over all history. The sovereign Lord is sovereign over history. Let's look at from chapters 1 to 4. We see step by step the Lord allowing King Nebuchadnezzar to know the Lord. These proud kings step by step become humble. In chapter 5, we see how God punishes arrogant King Belshazzar because he was unrepentant. Chapter 7, 6 and 7, how God worked in the lives of King Darius and Cyrus. Which makes us know that God is sovereign over history. In Proverbs, there is a famous saying 21 In the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels toward all who please him. Even the king's heart is in the Lord's hand. If the king's heart is in his hands, where are yours and my heart? Of course, also with the Lord. 34 years, I have... There's already been 34 years since I came from Hong Kong to the Philippines. I've never thought of going to the Philippines. 34 years ago, I didn't even know what type of country the Philippines was. So I wouldn't have come. I wouldn't be able to even comprehend these, uh, this idea. But amazingly, in 34 years where I've been already in this place where I have not come before, and now I've been here for 34 years, and I'm already approaching my retirement, I still don't know what God has in store for me in the future. But I know all my days are in His hands. How about your days? I don't know if you know what will happen in the future. But do not worry. Because your life and my life is in the hands of God. So you should follow Him faithfully. The second, God is the Lord over all the kingdoms of this world. Not only is he the Lord over history, he is in charge of the entire world. In chapter 2, we remember this dream of this big statue. 
但你說這有四個國度,這都被應用我們掌管。第七章呢,看到的是四隻獸的異象。第七章呢,在第七章有一個神的預言,有一個神的預言。there is a lion and uh, two Twin. wings. There's a bear with three bones in his mouth. There's a leopard with four heads but two wings. And there's a monster in the end. We said that these four beasts represents four kingdoms. I said the chapter 2 and chapter 7 are parallel to one another. So the golden head is actually the lion. And the silver is a bear with the three bones. And the bronze is the leopard. And the iron one is the monster. In different perspectives, we can see these different kingdoms. In man's perspective, these are very great and powerful kingdoms. Just as how we see gold, silver, bronze, and iron. But in God's eyes, these kingdoms are very cruel, like beasts. Very arrogant, very proud, very brutal. However, when the mighty flood waters come, the Lord is still the one who sits enthroned above the world. Church, today we live in a troubled world today. Nation will rise against nation. Their, their relationship between the states and China is not so good. And, and they are tense. And there are some nations with the states that are opposing China. Therefore, China and China will ally itself with Russia. And Russia is now at war with Ukraine. And we know that North Korea has been experimenting on nuclear missiles. This world is not a very safe one. It is a troubled world. I once mentioned about this doomsday. Uh, this is not something that Christians made. These are some, this is something that was made by world class scientists. They were researching on the resources of the world, uh, the climate, the issues of water. And it talks about the tensions between states. And they're saying doomsday is coming near. So it's like 100 seconds to midnight. 
There's only a hundred seconds left until midnight or end days. In this type of world, we, are we still able to trust that the Lord is in sovereign control over the world? Please remember, history is God's story. And God is still sovereign over the world. Because he is a sovereign God. The third is God is the Lord who is pleased to reveal his will. In chapter 2, we see that through a dream, God revealed himself to Nebuchadnezzar in a vision. Let's look at verse 28, chapter 2. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in days to come. Your dream and the visions that pass through your mind as you were lying in the bed are these. This is what Daniel said to King Nebuchadnezzar. Said God has already revealed to you what will happen. Chapter 4, there is now the dream of the big tree. God is also revealing to Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the future. In chapter 5, if we see the finger of God writing on the wall to let King Belshazzar know his matters. Chapter 7 is the division of the four beasts. In chapter 8, there's a dream of the sheep and the goats. In chapter 9, we have the 77. What does these old things talk about? That we know that the Lord, the Lord is the Lord of revelations. Why is this? Because only those who know God's will can walk in His will. Now that many of His revelations have now been fulfilled. Because all 66 books of the Bible is finished. So generally, God will no longer reveal Himself through visions or dreams. Of course, there are exceptions. But the Bible is a special revelation. So church, let us know our Bible well. And read his word well. I have a, I have a hope, I have a desire. Before I retire, that I will impart some messages in this church. Such as uh, the 15 messages of Ephesians. And this nine messages in Daniel. Let's say in the future someone wants to understand the book of Daniel. Or sorry, Ephesians. Or Daniel. 
。你重新去听看卖十个片，一百少数九片单一理数。They just have to go to, they just go to YouTube and watch the messages. 我相信的确对你有帮助。And I believe this will be very helpful. 你会对嗰个明白圣经是讲什么？ And they will understand more what the Bible is talking about. We need to understand the word so that we can walk the will of God. We are not Pharisees. We just all talk and no walk. So I mean, Lord, help us. Let's be people who hear, obey, and live out the word. And the last, God is the Lord who is willing to use us. Daniel is the strong that the Wabang so young so young a key man. Daniel was a vessel of the Lord in the land of the Gentiles. Kiss him not Daniel. Not just Daniel. The next next day, like the young man. Through the ages, the Lord has picked different people. Let's see in the Old Testament. There's Abraham. There's me, Isaac. There's Jacob. There's Joseph. There's Moses. There's Joshua. Elijah. Elijah. And many other Old Testament figures. In the New Testament, there's Peter. There's James. There's John. There's Paul. Timothy. And today there are many servants of the Lord. And God is still using vessels today. Because God wants to work through us and with us. And He wants to work with us. And Daniel. We can see four reasons why God, why Daniel was chosen by God. May God help us. Determination to pursue holiness. So I will determine we know that Daniel was determined not to defile himself with the food and drink of the king. I have mentioned before this was not about the food. It's not the food that makes us holy or unholy. Does it matter whether you eat or not eat? But it is the values behind the food that we eat. And these values have to do with our spiritual lives. Leviticus is one of the hardest books to understand. Because it talks about a lot of offerings. Regulation. Or laws and regulations. It's hard to understand. But most of the book just talks about one thing. Holiness. God is holy, so we must be holy. Let me share two verses. Chapter 11, verses 45. Because 
I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore be holy because I am holy. 你說第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二章,第二
So church, we must have to have an excellent standards in terms of our character and skill. Whether that be your own strength or skill. Your own character. It has to be excellent. We who are doctors. Be the best doctors. We who are teachers. Be the most respected teacher. We who are lawyers. Be the uh, lawyers of character. And let us be honest businessmen. And we be loyal workers and employees. Then you tell others that you are a Christian. And that's how you witness for the Lord. Daniel was such a man that he allowed his bosses to highly respect him because he maintained excellence in his work. The third, that he maintained an exceptional spirituality. Book of Daniel often repeats something. That Daniel possessed exceptional qualities. That the Lord's spirit was within him. He was a man of spirituality. Let's look at chapters 4 verses 8, 9, 18. Read this at home. King Nebuchadnezzar said to Daniel three times, You have the spirit of the holy gods in you. The boss told his employee that he had the spirit of God within him. Chapter 5, 11 and 12. The Queen Mother said to Belshazzar twice, There is a man in your kingdom who has insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. Chapter 6, verse 3. This is what the scriptures say. That Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities. All these verses talk about these qualities. And Daniel had exceptional qualities. Sometimes these qualities can be very abstract. It's hard to describe what some what someone with qualities is. But in Daniel's life, we see a visible manifestation of these qualities. How do we see it? This is what his enemies say. That he was trustworthy and not corrupt or negligent. These are their outside manifestations. So So church to have qualities is not only to read the Bible and to pray. 
But it is the life that you live around you. That he maintained the resolute will. I will show you three verses. Daniel was exiled to the Gentiles in the year of Jehoiakim. Verse 21. And Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. Chapter 6, Daniel prospered during the reign of King Darius and Cyrus. From chapters 1, verse 1 to chapter 6, verse 28 is a span of around uh, 80, 90 years. Thank God. That Daniel from a young boy of 15 to 17 to an age of 80 or 90 served God all his life. And Daniel's most precious, the most precious thing about Daniel is, is in this place. No matter what age you are, a young person. And Daniel was also a young person before at 15 or 17. Or a middle-aged person. Or an old person. The book of Daniel will speak to us. Because his entire life, he never stopped to serve the Lord. May God help us. Let's strive to be Daniel. To be able to serve God in the different stages of our lives. To serve faithfully and bear a witness to be the Lord. Today, we will conclude the book of Daniel. Sunday school to be a Daniel. I'm not sure if you've heard the so- a Sunday school song which is entitled Dare to be a Daniel. Dare to be Daniel. The lyrics is quite nice. Dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm. Dare to make it known. A simple song, but quite profound in meaning. And we sing this in Sunday school. May God help us. Let us all dare to be a Daniel. Let us be a witness in this troubled world. Let us pray together. Tikeki,Lenkinadit,Dekautangasinsegatongan, 
，伊每一个伊顶卡伊个王都恶落伊，每一个王都尊重伊，甚至每一个原因有人明白要话，抓住伊个救助伊个生命的主，主要军亲就担伊哩，在这个真乱的时代中间，叫上了使用军抓住你的器皿，特别在这个末世的中间。好为主最美好嘅见证，即系我哋生命好最最冷念不关嘅上帝。喺住我哋感谢，喺住我哋祈祷，我咪结束。但系呢事，我，你哋写，你哋写，唔可能停止。但系我继续，即系即个真理，即系心灵嘅感动，我心心心受感动，我一生立定心志。There to be a Daniel， 做一个勇敢嘅但以理，在这个时代中间见证你家嘅信息及你嘅荣耀，感谢上帝，听我哋祈祷，奉告主耶稣基督嘅圣名 ，Amen and Amen。喺这边下礼拜是国外节嘅主日 ，Easter Sunday， 所以下礼拜我要谈一个国外嘅信息。嗱，这个信息以后，我哋开始一个新系列嘅信息。我头先我哋知啊，你咪思想。新约另外一间嘅册叫做罗马书，读不过 Romans。你好时间都去读下买罗马书，十六章嘅圣经嚟学习上帝公义、上帝救援嘅大事。你下拜第嗰嗰次拜嚟沙都，感谢上帝，祝祝福你 ，God best。